Alright, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to this special edition of Real Estate Investing with Alex Deacon. I'm here as always with the Deacon of Real Estate, Alex Deacon. Alex, what's up, brother? Adam, I'm all business today. What's up? You are strictly business today. It is quite impressive. I like this side I'm organized. Of I'm, my, my shit's in order today. Let's get rolling. Let's here. get rolling. Now, we're, the reason why I said we have a special edition of uh, Real Estate Investing today, um, what we want to talk about is... Uh, some may know, some may not. Uh, Alex has a ha, also has another side venture, uh, property management. We've talked about it multiple times on here. Uh, in fact, he has a specific company. It's called Mace Property Management, and we want to tell you all about Mace Property Management today. Not only the history of, but what property management actually does and what property management means. So, um, Mr. Mr. Deacon. Yes, sir. The floor is yours, my friend. Okay. The reason we're doing this today, we discussed this just a second ago, is just to let the general public know what property management is because we do, we have a property management company that started it in 2002 and the question I get all the time from new clients is hey what do you guys do I'm thinking about turning my property over to a property manager and it's, it's not that I don't enjoy what I do I just hate explaining this <laughs> 10 <laughs> times a week Broken like record. If, if you don't know what a property management company does this is going to help you understand what most of them do. Now, the difference is how effective do they do their job. Okay. Every property management company is not the same. Their fees are not the same. Uh, sometimes paying more is not better. Sometimes It's really all about how well they perform. Okay, So let's just talk about quickly the history of MACE. I started in 1993 investing in real estate. 1995, I got my real estate license, and I started uh, full-time as a real estate agent. <coughs> In the meantime, I was still collecting or purchasing real estate at the time. So in 2002, my wife quit her job. We jumped into the property management arena because we just saw uh, a, a huge hole in the service and, the, and just what was out there available to the general public. So we started a property management company. First couple of years, we literally lost. My wife was making 50 grand a year. She lost that. We lost our health benefits, and we lost forty thousand dollars in the first two years. So we collectively lost uh, probably one hundred fifty thousand dollars because wow. she just we just weren't making any money. There's a lot of costs involved in getting it started and doing the wrong things, and you name it. So now we're up to about it's <coughs> about six hundred fifty units. Um, most of them are not mine. Most of them we manage for other clients. We probably have about 200 different clients. Some own, some own one house. Some own 20 properties. We have a staff of right now about eight. And we run pretty efficiently. So that's the history of MACE and where we are from the start to the finish. Now we're continually growing, continually making mistakes, continually improving. Um, at this point, I review every application. So every application that comes through our door, I'll review it. But let's go into, that's the history. So let's go into what the, here's the, the question I get. Just, you know, what does property management, what, is, what do you guys do? That's well, what I'm going to answer. Let's see. So what, what do you guys do with property management? <laughs> wow, I'm going to explain that to you right now. I'm glad you asked. Okay, so what does a property manager do? Well, here's what we do. We collect rents. We evict tenants. We we pay for most of your bills. Like we don't pay taxes, insurance, or mortgage payments. We'll pay 
Utility bills will pay for vendors who have to go out and clean the hallways. We'll pay for a common electric bill. We'll pay for grass cutting. We'll pay for repairs as small as a garbage disposal to as much as a forty thousand dollar rehab on a you know an apartment building, whatever the case may be. We pay for those bills. We account for them. We do full accounting. All of our accounting is online, so you, the owner, have access to it through your own secured portal. You can access your uh, leases, your rent, who's paying rent, who isn't. You can access all, all the bills that we pay, and you'll be able to see copies of those. Now, but, is that something everybody does? Not, not to control No. It. A lot of companies, they really should be. We. Um, That's fantastic. We, yeah. yeah. I mean, most professional companies who do this are licensed and professional at it. They have an online system and a portal. Okay, there are a lot of old school companies out there doing this literally with pencil and paper. Which They're still taking crazy. checks and there, cash. Yeah, <laughs> there, there are a few like that. Um, so what did we discuss? Collect rents, evict tenants, all of the accounting. Okay, we handle any sort of maintenance request. So if it's a a non-emergency, let's say it's um, hey my faucet's dripping. You know, the tenant pays the water bill, the faucet just drips, uh, drip every five seconds. Could you send somebody out? Okay, we'll send somebody out. We handle it. Typically, $150 you have to, re- let's say the faucet just needs replaced. It's going to be $150. It's, it's $50 to $60 for a decent faucet. And you're going to send someone out there on a service call. You know, you're probably looking at $150. Bucks. Mm-hmm. We take care of that. We pay the vendor. At the end of the month, <coughs> you get a check for... How much rent we brought in, minus our management fee, minus the repair. So at the end of that month, whatever's left over, we're going to send you a check or we're going to automatically deposit that money into your bank account. Gotcha. On a larger repair, let's just say a sewer line backs up and we get someone out there to look at it and the plumber says, hey, it's going to be $8,000. Well, then at that point, we in most of our owners you know, don't have $8,000 of rent coming in a month, That, in that case, we need to get a check from our owner. Say, hey, look, we can't front $8,000. Right. We need you to get that money in here so we can get the work started. Right. Okay. Some of our owners who have, if you have four or five units and you're bringing in a couple thousand dollars a month and we get a $1,500 or $2,000 or $2,500 furnace repair, then we're going to go ahead and replace the furnace. We don't need money from you because we have enough rent coming in to cover our costs. Mm-hmm. Most management companies do it that way because, one, you can't front money for, let's say I had four sewer line repairs in that month and they're $5,000 each. I can't front $20,000. I'm not a bank. Right, right. It throws accounting way off. Yes, sir. You know? um, some management companies don't do it correctly and they're using like robbing Peter to pay Paul. I talked to one manage, uh, client the other day who's moving over to us. Sometimes he didn't get paid on time. And, and the only reason I can think of is that management company is just floating money wherever they can. And right. that's just that's not the case with us. We'll pay you at the end of the month, every month. If there's a profit, you're getting it in your checking account. Now and this is and to keep this in mind, this this is when you're talking about, you know, the payments. These aren't necessarily the tenants. These are other property management companies that you partner up with, correct? Or this is sometimes the tenant as well. Like when there's maintenance calls, split, splitting payments and stuff. Yeah, when there's maintenance calls, like the, a tenant would call us and say we talk about the faucet. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Okay, we're going to send someone out. We're probably not going to call you. We're just going to handle it right. on a $150 repair. Now, that same tenant calls and said, hey, I got a backup on my sewer, and it's 3 o'clock in the morning. 
They call our emergency line. Mm-hmm. Emergency line gets in touch with us. We get texts, we get emails, and we get a phone call. So someone's going to return that tenant's uh, phone call and say, what's the problem? The tenant says, my sewer's backing up in the basement. Okay, does it only back up when you flush the toilet? Yes. Don't flush the toilet. Yeah, right. <laughs> okay, Some, we'll get somebody out there at 7 or 8 a.m. We're not mm-hmm. going to send someone out at 4 in the morning. You're no. going to pay a ridiculous fee or if you just, you know, tenants have to understand that, you know, maybe what we can do is we can do a whole call on repairs. Okay. We'll do a whole session on repairs because like we can get into all different kinds of repairs and how a property management can save you money and keep you out of trouble on the repair side without having the tenant control the situation you right. as a management company have to control the tenant and the situation so we'll say that one so that little foreshadowing guys yeah. we're gonna do that we have uh we have a one coming up i love on the fly improv there yeah, we go boom. brother you just, just there right we go. away okay so repairs we'll get to uh what else does a property management company do man we do so much it's 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 the, the things that we do will just i can just go on list after right? list because there's so many different scenarios right uh we handle any tenant, let's say you have a four-unit building. Sometimes you get tenants that don't get along. You could have a 10-unit building, one bad tenant. Like, for example, I own a nine-unit, and I think I used this example before. We put a tenant in there who was filthy. And you you don't know that. They got a good landlord reference. They got this, mm-hmm. they got that. You can't go and inspect their unit before you, where they live now before you put them in here. It's just not practical. Nobody right. does that. Right. So, yeah, they basically caused my whole building to get roaches. And it cost me, this is my own property, it cost me thousands of dollars to get rid of roaches. And when they moved out, they, I literally evicted them as soon as their lease was up because it, it they were making the whole building smell. Right. So we deal with things like that. We deal with things like bed bugs. We deal with, which can infest the whole building. And you really can't blame anybody for that. In a, in they, a, get it in, they get bed bugs in hotels, in all right. Hilton and the Marriott. I yep. mean, you just can't. There's in some intangibles are just out of everybody's control. Yes, and yeah. tenants will want out of their lease. Hey, I want out of my lease. No, 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 no. You're not getting out of your lease. We'll take care of that. In your lease, it says you're responsible for any, you know, rodents or, or insects and stuff like that. But in, you, you can't expect the tenant to take care of in an apartment building like bed bugs or roaches because you don't know where they came from or which tenant got them first. Right, right. So, But they can't just leave. Oh, you're not leaving. No, no. I can't have uh, eight people just leave my 10-unit apartment building. That's not going to be the case, or we're going to go after you for rents and so on and so forth. But you have to let us try to rectify this. Um, I know we could we could spin off on a bunch of other things. I don't know what I'm going to say. I listed here. that under situational issues. Basically, yeah. just random little one-off situations that you might have here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and to your point on sometimes it only takes one tenant. You know, a lot of, that's very true. It's sometimes it only takes one tenant to even with neighborhoods. They always say one one house can make or break her neighborhood. So I guess what we can summarize this and say what you know what does a property management do? Why do you want a property management company? And the pros and cons of having a property management. So what does a property management do? It keeps a property manager who's doing a good job should keep your properties rented with maybe a 5% vacancy rate. A good property management company controls the situation and involves you as little as possible, except when there's big decisions to make, like should we approve this tenant that, that we um, we took their application on? Is it okay to go with this major repair? How do you want to handle this? 
like maybe you got a you got an uncle that does roofs. Okay, well get Uncle Bob over there to get their roof fixed, right. and it might cost you half as much. Property management does proper accounting, and a property management company keeps the tenants happy, tries to keep uh, the owners happy, and um, collects rent on time and evicts tenants in a prompt manner when they're not paying and controls the situation. So it's not all about what are you charging me. It's about how much, if, if we're charging you an X amount, but our vacancy rate's very low, we're actually cheaper than the management company that's charging you a lower management fee, but their, their vacancy rate's triple, right. or, their, or their repairs are triple, or the response time is horrible. I mean, it's not all about how much you charge me management fee-wise, because I get that. That's the first question. What are you guys doing? How much do you charge? Right. Wrong, wrong questions. I understand that what do you guys do, but what do you charge? No, it's how effective are you? How good are you at vacancies? What is your vacancy rate? How good are you at getting rid of tenants? How efficient are you? Yeah, I mean, there's so much more to this than just what do you charge and it's just just the wrong question to ask. So, and it's it's a very saccharine question. It's the easiest one for people to go to. Yeah, and it's I understand it. It's completely completely understand. That's why I'm doing this so to educate the general public and. I don't have to explain this every time I talk to somebody who may or may not turn out to be a client for me. Just go to the podcast and listen to it and, and learn something. We're going to do a bunch of other ones. We'll do some on repairs. Maybe we'll do some on evictions, what that process looks like, when to evict, when not to evict. I know we did one on that, but we'll just go Brief, into the right? detail on, like, from an, a landlord owner side who you know we're, we're talking with and we're trying to advise. Sometimes it's best not to evict a, cl- a tenant depending on the time of year, depending on their track record, you know, so on and so forth. So we'll get into that. But, I mean, I think that summarizes what we do and you know, why we do it. And we'll, we'll just jump out of this. Oh, and our fees are typically anywhere from 6% to 12%. <coughs> That's a management fee, 6% or 12% of the gross monthly rent collected. That's typically what they are. Sometimes we can deviate from that. Why is it such a range? Because you could have uh, two units that rent for $1,500 each. We can charge a lot less management fee when we have two units in a good area renting for $1,500 a piece. On the flip side of that, if you have four units in, a, in an area that's kind of rough and the rents are only $500 each, then we're probably going to need to charge on the higher side because we're going to make less money on the four unit, work twice as hard versus working not as hard and making more money on the two unit in the nice area. Gotcha. That That's sense. why the management fees can, can vary. And then there's a thing called a finder's fee. A finder's fee is what you pay your property management company to find a new tenant. That's to advertise, to make sure the place is ready, take good pictures, show the place, screen the tenants, thoroughly screen the applicant, and that's when I get the application, and then place the tenants. That is typically the first month's rent. That's what we. That's what most management companies are going to charge. The first month's rent. They're going to keep the first month's rent. Now there's a range with that also because if we're renting a two thousand dollar a month single family home, we're not going to charge you two thousand dollars to place a tenant. I think that's ridiculous and it's high. And some management companies will charge that and not even have a problem with it. We're going to reduce that. But if we're renting a six hundred dollar apartment, we're going to need the first month's rent. So the, the finder's fee can vary a little bit. It's good to have wiggle room, though, I believe, in a situation like that. Because I, I couldn't imagine just 
I mean, it, it'd be nice to be able to rent something that's two thousand dollars a month. It's in the first place, mm-hmm. but to have to put that extra two thousand dollars, that would that would be rough. Yeah, no, I ha- we have to be fair. We have to make it a win-win. The the owner, understandably, landlords aren't super profitable when you do this business. So mm-hmm. we have to be an asset to that landlord, but we also have to be. It has to be a win for us, and has to be a win for them financially. Good okay. Good deal. Um, good sir. I, this has been, I think, very, very, very informative for any uh, gentlemen and ladies that are listening out there. Um, it was very informative to me. So I, I and I work with you. You know, uh, mm-hmm. I've been working with you for about six months now. So thank yeah. you for this. Uh, I hope everybody listening at home or however you're listening to this got something out of this. Um, is do you have a website? Where can we find Mace Property Management? You can go to PittsburghPropertyManagement.com. PittsburghPropertyManagement.com. Okay, so make sure you're checking out PittsburghPropertyManagement.com, guys. Um, also, check out our, our site, DHREA.com, Deacon Hoover Real Estate Advisors. Uh, we also have, we're also we going to eventually have a link that's going to link you over to Mace Property Management, too. Both websites, we're going to kind of cross-pollinate a little bit. Um, but Alex, I greatly thank you for this one. Uh, the first of a, a sequence of property management uh, shows that we're going to have coming up. Uh, I think the good people at home say thank you as well. And you're welcome. And thank you for listening. All right, so guys, make sure you're following Alex on Twitter at AlexDeacon712 or follow at Deacon Hoover on Twitter. Uh, Facebook, find Alex Deacon. Uh, search Alex Deacon, you'll find him that way, uh, or Deacon Hoover. Uh, find us all over the place, too, on Apple Music, Google Podcasts, uh, Spreaker, and any of your other favorite podcasting sites. So for Alex, for everyone else here, uh, not only at Mace, but at Deacon Hoover Real Estate, thank you very much, and we will see you next time.